Welcome back to the Heavy Riffs Podcast, Episode 4. As always, this is a church. We worship the riff. Praise Iomi, which it's actually his birthday today. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> yeah, because your birthday was yesterday. Yes, yes, but sometimes you act like you were born yesterday, but it's all good. <laughs> well, it's because we got microphones now, and it's we're coming up, trying new angles, trying to. Yeah, I mean, we got microphones instead of a field recorder, which is tight. Can we do ASMR this time? Where it's like super rad this time. This is a church. We worship the riff. Praise Iomi. All right. This episode is brought to you by Mountain Wolf, DoorDash, Cash App, and Weeble. And we will get into that later. Because I figured out hacks in the atmosphere, if you will. Atmosphere. It is now. Brought to you by LegalZoom. <laughs> no, but I got hacks. So we'll, we'll get into that when it's time for the first break. Um, this episode, we've got day two of the minivan tour. There is a werewolf mouse that eats scorpions. <laughs> ah, dude, tight. Um, our favorite moments from this past week's XFL games. Some Louisiana dickhead pulls his best uh, Norwegian black metal impersonation and burns some churches. <laughs> the Bayou boys are coming in hot. Uh, Actually, local rapper to us in Baltimore, JPEG Mafia, spits in a fan's mouth. And fans of Mr. Bungle throw their dead friend's ashes on stage. Fucking. All right, moving on. We needed to get that out of here. So, what do we got? Day two of tour? We got to figure out where we left off last time, which I think we stopped cuddling together in bed in the Airbnb. And we woke up. And so we're in Long Branch, New Jersey. We wake up. It's another overcast day. And we're hungry as shit because we're hungover. I think we took a, a couple shots for breakfast and headed to the Jersey Shore nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah, so we shoot over to some weird strip mall by the by the beach, and I think we walked between three or four different restaurants, just being like, "Nah, we're candy here. Oh, this shit's. Uh, oh, there's a weight here. Oh, this is bullshit. Uh, blah 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 blah. Fuck. What are we gonna do? Settle on A W, baby. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Actual brunch yeah, items. Oh, it was Stewart. That's I did it again. <laughs> Set up like 1950s, yeah. You got a Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah, hair of the dog. You're the only motherfucker that ever would get. You, you'd only, you're the only person I know that, would, that, that, that would get a Bloody Mary at a root beer restaurant, which is very strange. <laughs> That is how you find a diamond. Yes. That's not what we had, though. We had chili cheese dogs and PLTs. <laughs> okay. So, fuck breakfast. We did. Finally get on the road. And we head to beautiful Brooklyn, New York City. New York. Concrete jungle, wet dream tomato. That's what she says, dude. I swear to God. Listen to that. What's that? Elite? No. Ashanti? No. Alicia Keys. Yeah. Shout out. So we're heading to Brooklyn. And we have no clue where we're going. Always. We got there super because it's not. It's like a what two hour drive from New Jersey, from where we were at, and we all had to piss really bad. And we parked. We found like the biggest grocery store I've ever been to. Yeah, and we, we so we parked the van there, go inside, do our business. That toilet was disgusting. Someone, yeah, it it was either piss or they had really bad plumbing there, but it was fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah, and I think one of us did. I'm not sure. It definitely wasn't Tom. <laughs> it definitely wasn't Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but the, the 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 whole thing with Brooklyn is that it wasn't supposed to happen. We were still trying to find out. It was still up in the air. The robot Jurassic boys were like, "Just head to Brooklyn. 
We'll get it figured out while we're there. I guess they're still talking to the tour booker to try to figure something out. Because And I remember I sent like four or five venues the day before. Like, oh, dude, I know it's last minute. Please, like, we just, just anything. We just... Because... Yeah, we just want we just want to play a show because we're already here. So, luckily, something happened where like some venue, not quite sure the logistics of it, but we eventually end up getting a venue to play at, and not sure what it's called at all. There's just graffiti on the walls, a roll-up garage door, so we just post up there. Um, we don't have a place to stay at all at the moment yes yes it was like three o'clock at this point and the show's not till like eight or nine and so there's no one at this venue. There's no contact. We've, the number that we had, we've called a hundred times. The, the internet said that this place was permanently closed. So we're just kind of like, yeah. like, fuck, we might be fucked boys. So luckily right next door was a pretty dope restaurant slash venue. So we just posted up inside of there, just to grab a couple Pacificos. Um, my uncle Mitch, Shout out Uncle Mitch. He lives in Long Island, Staten Island. And so I hit him up. He's a wild man. He comes showing up on his bike. He's like, Ty, there's a clam house down the street. They got Budweiser's. I'll see you guys over there. And I'm just like, shout out Uncle Mitch. Um, we're This place that we were hanging out at was tight, and we wished that the show was there. Because they had like a venue there. We were like, fuck, can't we just play here? And it's packed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just putting back Pacificos. It still wasn't open. Then out of nowhere, though, the fucking and of course, in that moment, you're freaking out. You're just like, God, what a sham! Like this sucks. Like we got con, fuck. And then, like a beacon of light, the fucking garage door flies up, and it was like this weird red room that kind of looked like a log cabin. Like there was like taxidermies on the wall, and it was like this small bar, and it was this um, Brazilian beautiful brazilian woman who opened the door and we're just like hello she's like yeah this is my bar are you guys the bands and we were like yeah and she's like go ahead set up we're just like what the fuck is going on here Mm -hmm. 
figuring out what the hell this is. Um, so you, you, you walk in, and, you know, like you said, you described the room. It was pretty fucking small. Yeah, it was really small. It, it, like, it was like you said, it was like a, a Western-style thing, and it was in the middle of Brooklyn, New York, which they zero. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was some bullshit sound, and she had like some shitty first act drum kit, and she was like, "Yeah, I guess you guys can use that." And we were like, "Oh no, we brought everything." So we basically ripped her sound system out of the wall. The robot boys set up theirs that they luckily were traveling with. So we were like, "Okay, cool." Started getting everything set up, settle in at the bar, get our gear loaded in, start shooting the shit with this lady. And at this moment, I guess the guy that had booked the tour had found a local band to open up for the night. And this guy shows up and he's like soaking wet and it wasn't raining. He's soaking wet with a bass amp on his back and he was just like... Oh shit! What this? Yeah, because this shit was weird. He was soaking wet, and he's like, he's like, "Hey man, my my band's not quite here yet, but they're on their way." And we were like, "Yeah, he was really quiet." <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> So we're like, yeah, whatever, man. Just get your fucking band here and set up. We just kind of want to hang out of this bar because it was tight. I didn't care about the show or anything at this point. No. So this fucking band finally kind of shows up and they set all their shit up. And I'm not paying attention to anything, but... Steve and Chubbs from um, Robot Jurassic are, are kind of like, what the fuck's going on, guys? Like, you got to hurry up. Like, you got to play first. And then they were like, oh, we don't want to play first. We want to play last. Our friends are going to come here. And we were like, whatever you want to do, but, like, what's going on? And then eventually I turn around and Steve is pissed. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? And he goes, they're not fucking playing at all anymore. And I was like, what? <laughs> they took an hour to set up all their shit. And then... The guy was like, hey, man, I don't think we're going to play. And I was like, <laughs> I was convinced that it was a performance art piece, and that was their set, dude. Yeah. Right? Did you, did you fucking, we're so, we're so sick that our wrists are silent. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It was so strange. 
So the second that he tells us that he's not playing, we're like, then get the fuck out of here. And we jumped up on stage and we played our set. My uncle Mitch is yelling at me. He's like, Tyler, you got any songs about the Chesapeake Bay? And I'm like, nah, Mitch, I don't have any songs about the Chesapeake Bay. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that was the set. It was me and my uncle yelling at each other. And he starts going, pave the bay pave the bay and i'm geeking out so we're just like all right whatever we're playing through our set we're just having fun with it the fucking i can't use half of my pedals because the power there's not enough power in this place and some like halfway through our set i look out and there was like 20 people there it was packed for because this this room is so small that 20 people just packs it out and so we finished our set. I was like, all right, this is cool. You know, we're vibing off the crowd. And it ended up being like all these Australians that were walking by. They were like on a business meeting. They were walking by. They heard us playing. They, 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 the, the riffs came calling, and these Australians came a calling to join in on whatever the hell we had going on in that room. Oh, that's his. He's got the gift of gab. Yeah, it was tight. No, and it was cool. It was, and they they all think they were like, "Oh, mate, throw some shrimp on the fucking Barbie." That shit ripped, and I was just like, "Hell yeah, dude!" <laughs> like, thank you. Throw some shrimp on the Barbie, man. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> so we finish our set. Robot starts setting up for theirs, and I get to talking to the bartender slash owner that this Brazilian woman and she's crying and I'm just like what is everything okay and she's like that was awesome like this is why I do this because of really cool bands like this but I'm shutting down and like tomorrow she was like today's the last day so this lady's all I'm closing down tomorrow you guys are the last bands that will ever play here and we just look at each other like, well, come again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she was like, we're bankrupt. Like, we spent all our money to open this place. But, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. But but she's like, this is this is why I do this, for bands like you guys to come in here. And she started giving us a bunch of shit. She was just like, yeah, don't worry about a bar tab. Like, all the booths on the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was, like, start, she was like, take some shit off the walls. Like, you can take some shit. Yeah, she. That's why she the, was so 
apparently the reason that that band dipped is because they had problems with the previous owner of that band of that bar the previous owners not her so she was like what the fuck did i do yeah <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she's a victim of circumstance, man. It sucks. <laughs> we're having like a full blown, yeah. We're having like a full blown therapy session with this woman, and she's just she's like, "You want to do tequila shots with us?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> like absolutely." <laughs> so, robot plays their set. We keep like everything's just tight at this point. It's like a real cathartic experience because we're like, well, we just closed this bar down literally. Like, okay. So we head out off into the night. Luckily, during this whole time, I hit up my buddy Matt and his girlfriend Camille, who lived in Bushwick, like right down the street. They said we can crash there. Super fucking rad. Um, we meet up with Camille at like the Star Lounge, I think it was called. Which is super rad bar. First, we had to find a place to park where we we're just like, ah, fuck it. Like, we're just going to leave the band here. Yeah. We're exactly right there. Which, luckily, it was super tinted and once again looked like an undercover cop fan. So we were like, ah, we're fine. Yeah, right. Boys are coming for you, man. So we go out to a couple bars with them. We have a blast. We eat, we eat more hot dogs at that spot, Phil's. Shout out to Phil's. Best dogs. I'm blacked out at this point, just eating dogs. We try to find a bodega so we can get chopped cheeses. Apparently, all the bodegas are closed. I mean, it was like 5 a.m., but the city that fucking never sleeps... Exactly. So we're like, I'm, I'm in the streets of New York screaming, I want to chop cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no chop cheeses. But it was whatever. We ended up, yeah, we, we ate those hot dogs of Phil's, drank more. Go back to Matt and Camille. She makes us like the best ramen. We're playing with her dachshunds. What are they playing? I can't. I can't tell. Is it gonna pick it up in the mics? Oh, it's the same band from last. I guess Wednesdays is cover band day. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's coming back. All those emo nights. Have you seen that? That shit. I would go too, but it's kind of a bummer that people would rather go to see a DJ play Fallout Boy than like go out to their boys' show. Like we rip, dude. Come see like us. Which, by the way, I'm plugging shows, man. We finally got shows. 
March 1st, in like a week, at Tsunami in Annapolis with Tremendous Athlete, who are Baltimore boys. And then we're playing the Depot in June, June 7th, with Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol, baby. Those dudes rip. Uh, Southern fucking, wow. Ah. Yes. First two shows of the year. We just ate some dogs and we couldn't get a chopped cheese. And we were eating ramen with Camille and Doc Sheens. Yep. I live streamed Gip and I eating it on our Facebook page because I was that drunk. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, all we've done so far at this point is eat a lot of food, drink a lot of booze, and, like, play to Australians. <laughs> which is tight. Which is... Which... Vegemite? I'm down. We can try Vegemite. I think it's just paste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless. <laughs> if it's bird shit, that's how, that sounds like how you spread that Wuhan drip. So we finally go to bed. We're sleeping on thin-ass air mattresses, which better than sleeping outside, but, like, these boys had no support to them. On the beach, on the Jersey Shore, <laughs> to rock solid. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took us out on the town and showed us some real New York, Brooklyn shit. It was badass. Oh, yeah, we didn't spend shit. And we didn't have to spend any money at the fucking venue because that lady gave us everything. (laughs) Oh, we totally missed out. On, like, two of the coolest places ever. During the day, waiting for the venue. I know I'm doubling back. I'm going off on a tangent. Yeah, we got, like, pickle shots and tequila. And the bartender ended up knowing my roommate at the time. So he hooked it up. And then we, and he was like, we were like, yo, we really want some New York pizza. And he was like, go to this fucking spot. Forget the name, but we went to it and no one dug it but me. It was, yeah. it was like Costco pizza, but I love Costco pizza. Yeah, so I'm seeing like, yeah, it's always funny to have like the best pizza of my life. Cause I'm in like Brooklyn and like, oh yeah, New York, New York. New York. New York. It's disrespectful. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah, we were bombed. 
I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Costco pizza, and that shit was like the best Costco pizza of all time. So, but it was Costco pizza is tight because it's like 45 cents a slice, and this shit was way too expensive. Yeah, but it was dripping with cheese. It was dripping with cheese, though, man. Cheese and oil. But anyways, fast forward again. The next day, we wake up, we go to brunch, fucking slam the best brunch ever. Go to a couple more bars, chilling with Camille. She's showing us around the town. And then we set sail for the capital of New York, <laughs> Albany. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll do day three next episode. I think that's a good place. Yeah, that, that finishes off... Brooklyn, which ended up being the best part of the whole fucking tour. Actually, played to people. So let's uh, let's go to break. Let's do a couple of ads, and when we come back, we got the Werewolf Mouse, XFL, Church Burnings, and a bunch of other shit. This episode of the Heavy Riffs Podcast is brought to you by Mountain Wolf, my band. We've been talking about this tour with Robot Jurassic. You can get yourself the reason, the catalyst, the fire that started this whole tour, the Orbiter Split EP, two songs by Robot Jurassic and two songs by yours truly. If you use code Heavy Riffs, I actually... This uh, this time, I, instead of Krishna, which made absolutely no sense. <laughs> Get yourself 15% off with code HEAVYRIFTS at mountainwolf.bandcamp.com. The Heavy Riffs Podcast is brought to you by my personal DoorDash link. <laughs> this is how you hack ads. Ah, the best way to get delivery from your favorite restaurants. Act now, get $15 off. That's five bucks off each of your first three orders when you sign up with my link, which will be in the description. Um, You know, obviously DoorDash is not (laughs) endorsing this at all, but I have my own personal link, and if we use it, you get money off. We get money for food for the boys so we can stay eating, so we can save our actual money and invest it in this to make it better for you. So that is DoorDash. Use my link. It will be linked in the description. This episode of the Heavy Riffs podcast is brought to you by Webull. That is an investment app. Now, if you're like me, you like investing money because it makes you more money. So, if you sign up with the link in the description, you'll get two free stocks valued between $12 and $1,400. Sign up and get two free stocks using the link in the description. That is Weeble.com. Hey! <laughs> hey! Coming in hot! Hey, I've been using Cash App to send money and spend using the cash card. Heavy Risk is friends of the Cash App. Uh, if you use my code, we'll each get 15 bucks when you sign up through my link. Um, you know, who the fuck doesn't like free money? Shit, I don't think I can cuss. But it's all good because we're hacking the atmosphere, bud. Uh, try using my code. We'll each get five bucks, which is tight. Oh, that's fine, man. D. 
code DQPFBBC with. <laughs> How the fuck is that the code they gave me? It's all good. So use uh, the link in the description. <laughs> use my link in my fucking description so we can get some money. And, you know, um, if you already use Cash App, make a new email address and sign up with that one. Make 35 email addresses, sign up with that. We'll get 35 times 5 is a decent amount of money. We'll get money. You'll get money. Um, we're sharing the money together, baby. <laughs> This is a pyramid scheme, and welcome to it. Um, So once again, code Heavy at mountainwolf.bandcamp.com for 15% off anything of your order. Back to the show. All right, welcome back to the Heavy Riffs podcast. Um, We've got this guy. It says, meet the werewolf mouse who hunts scorpions and deadly centipedes and howls at the moon. Now, I don't know about you, man, but. Yeah, how'd you think? W A R E? It could be. <laughs> Warehouse wolf. So I don't know about you, man, but mice. I know you have a strange relationship with mice. The Mouse Palace. (laughs) Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, coming out to get you. Yeah, so I killed a bunch of mice, but it wasn't enough because they kept coming in. It was so terrifying. I don't like mice. They're freaking me out. Well, dude, this. We got to figure out what a mouse phobia would be scientific. Homophobia. I got a homophobia. So this guy says, uh, have you ever heard of the grasshopper mouse? It lives in the deserts of North America, lives on a meat diet, and hunts scorpions. This is the most metal mouse of all time, dude. Unlike other animals, it is immune to scorpion venom and actually turns it into a painkiller. This boy's getting loose, dude. This boy's getting loose. <laughs> Probably. He gets high as shit. And it somehow also howls at the moon. So if the Mouse Palace was infested with 30 of these boys, I don't think you'd be sitting next to me to tell the tale, Bob. <laughs> burning houses down. <laughs> no. So check this boy out. In the middle of the Sonoran Desert, this mother grasshopper mouse tends to her pups. While tiny and adorable, don't be mistaken, 
This is not your. I think they're cannibalistic. They definitely eat From the mice. day they are born, these mice are natural killers. Insects, lizards, scorpions, and even yeah, other mice. They eat their cannibals. This mouse is distinguished from most other rodents in its reliance on a meat-based diet. It regularly takes on prey as large or larger than itself. It's getting high as shit. Making the grasshopper mouse even more of a standout is its immunity to scorpion venom. Not only can it withstand the typically deadly stings, its body has adapted to convert the toxins into a painkiller. This is National Geographic, buddy. They definitely set this shit After up, though, right? A giant like they set this up. Might seem easy. However, these centipedes are venomous. A pocket mouse has already fallen victim to its toxins. I was gonna. The grass so is that its? Oh no, no, different mouse, dude. The grasshopper mouse, the werewolf boy, is fucking. This time, the trick oh, up its sleeve isn't immunity. I want to steal this shit for a music chilling. video, dude. This shit's fucking rad. It uses its quick reflexes yeah. to avoid the venom from the centipede's fangs. Before it enjoys <laughs> another fresh kill, the mouse proclaims its territory. Is that it howling? By howling. Whoa. The mouse throws oh its God. head back and lets out a high-pitched cry into the night sky, giving it the nickname of Werewolf Mouse. Bark at the moon. <laughs> That's what Ozzy was talking about. Whoa. Okay, so that thing. They set it up, I'm telling you. It's all good, man. <laughs> oh come on it's a goddamn mouse dude i mean but that's i wouldn't say that's any regular old mouse mephobia we've we've termed mephobia all right so shout oh shout out to us the homies no shout out to us yeah, yo, that's you, bud. Shout out to us. A little, uh, our own plug. Uh, follow Justin at Justin underscore Miller. Follow me at Brother Hayes. So these homies, this is a sick. We, I think, when it comes to the XFL, we're only going to talk about the locker room celebrations with Bud Light Seltzer because those are the best. <laughs> That like a boy at the door. Keep it down. <laughs> that would sound like gum boys. We locked in here. We all in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I locked the door. <laughs> nah, that wasn't gunshots. I hope not. Back to the show. We are in Baltimore.
the best XFL uh, Bud Light Seltzer celebration yet is what the XFL coined this one. So this one's tight. I'm calling the Seltzer kickoff, dude. Hey, Bud Light's <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. They said that's the best one. I think. Uh, I mean, that's rad just because look. We gotta have better ones than that, man. This one, yeah, our boy Boozer. Oh, so this isn't a celebration? Okay. <laughs> that's tight. So this homie, he plays for the DC Defenders. His number sixty nine, and his last name is Boozer. He's already the fucking coolest player in the league. So he just comes up. Middle of the game. Boom. Slams a fan's fucking seltzer. Booze. That's tight, man. That's fucking rad, dude. Boozer's, his last name's Boozer and his number 69, and he chugs Bud Light Seltzer's mid-game. That. Oh, we're going. Shout out to our homie Slim Jim's nice. <laughs> Which, speak of the best fucking meme page on the internet, Slim Jim, for sure. So the XFL was rad. I think the Defenders won this week. Um. Uh, oh, yes, they are. I thought they were going to lose. I was hitting you up. We were watching the game. I thought they were going to lose. I was like, damn, they're coming. Yeah, kicked ass. That shit's tight. Died. Do you think... Whoa, that's... Because he won MVP. All around badass. <laughs> Cyborg? Hey, man, all steroid league is what we're calling it. So on to this guy. Loudwire. 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 Says a black metal musician has pleaded guilty to setting three Louisiana churches on fire. He's the, the son. Holden Matthews, the son of a sheriff's deputy, now faces between 10 and 70 years in prison for the crime which was intended to further his reputation in the black metal scene. Hey, man, been done before, dude. 1993 called Burzum wants Varge and fucking Mayhem and Death want their fucking timeline back, brother. Come on, man. Let's see what these guys say. Hey, it's Tony with the latest rock news. A black metal the latest rock news. Guilty plea admitting to a trio of Louisiana church burnings that occurred over a 10-day period in 2019. Holden Matthews, oh, the sheriff's deputy, now Oof. faces between 10 and 70 years in prison for the crimes, which hey. he said that he hoped would help to build like, his fuck yeah, metal, fucking, black metal scene. Like, I got Matthews a burning church tattooed on my leg, but, like, that's just because of the it looks tight. Like, don't go out and, and burn down churches, dude. Social media. He was eventually arrested after a gas can found at the scene. Yeah, of it's not literal. You're not in Norway. Those dudes... Card. According to one of the suspects, those Norwegian dudes were 
killing each other. They were killing, they were stabbing each other, they were killing, they were shooting at McDonald's. And that was all, it was like to get rid of Western influence in their culture. So over a period of 10, over a 10 day period, he burned down these three churches. Jesus Christ, man. Hey. Oh, he bought a, <laughs> yeah. Matthews was arrested after a gas count can found at the scene of one of the fires was traced back to his credit card. You're a fucking idiot. You're just, I mean, look at this, boys. It's you don't botch it, brother. That's it. Oh, this gets into some bull. Now, or this guy. Oregon man is giving Florida man a run for his money. There's not much to this other than just this, which is all you need. Oregon man wheels deer carcass into Walmart to distract security while he steals beer. God bless. God bless the Oregon man. <laughs> That's an aerodynamic. Mullets are aerodynamic, dude. <laughs> Do you see that mullet ball? He smells like dead deer, man. What the fuck, man? Ed Bassmaster. Ed Bassmaster. He was. What was his whole thing? He'd like get real close to people and be like, Psh. "Oh yeah." <laughs> so this happened at uh twelve twenty PM, which is the best part. <laughs> Midday, dude. Pre pre lunch, dude. Says uh he entered Walmart around twelve twenty with a cart full of emptied beer cans and a deer carcass. Smelling like shit. He's intoxicated, picked up multiple twenty four ounce beers, attempted to conceal them in his cart. Like, was he using it like a Tauntaun from Star Wars, like stuffing the beer inside the dead deer carcass? Why, if you're trying to remain inconspicuous and steal a bunch of beer, why are you rolling in there with the... <sighs> Execution was poor, but he had the right idea, dude. Cited, hey, he looks tight. Cited, released, and described as a transient. No shit, dude. <laughs> Look at that boy, dude. <laughs> Fucking Oregon man, man. Jesus Christ. All right, so homie, JPEG Mafia. We played a show with him back years ago at the Wind Up Space. And that shit was right. It was like the first hip-hop show we had ever played. We were like in the middle of all these hip hop acts, and the crowd dug. I was like, "Tom, just play hip hop beats, man. We'll figure it out." And he was like, "Fuck yeah!" So JPEG Mafia is fucking tight. My man's from Eight Five Six. He records a bunch of hardcore shows. It's like one of the most prolific hardcore filmographers out there. Captured this little snippet. Now you gotta listen carefully because this this girl in the crowd says, "Spin my mouth, daddy," and homie delivers. 
That girl, that girl went home and flicked her beans so hard after that, dude. God, uh, I don't know. Fuck this guy. Funny little boy. That's his name. Spin my mouth, daddy. So shout out to JPEG. He's daddy, dude. I mean, if you're just fucking. That's a drum throne, man. Give a shout out to all the drummers out there with weird thrones. Throws everything off, and you can't jam. What is it? Italian? Oh, that makes sense. It's the Japanese art of feng shui. Feng shui. So this dude's a fucking badass. I'm going to mute this video because it doesn't... It's kind of like a slow burn. So this homie, this bar's being held up by gunpoint. And this guy refuses to put his smokes down. Slamming a beer. Dude, and then check this out. Check this out. Homie comes in with a fucking rifle. I'd be. This is my biggest fear. Look at that gun, dude. He's like, no, I'll keep my phone, brother. Yeah, yeah, he's like, this guy's crazy. He's probably way, you think how drunk you gotta be? Just be like, yeah, it's all good. Look, he's lighting up a smoke, man. He's like, yeah, I mean, there's like, what, three people at this bar? He's probably just like, ah, whatever, man. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's everything's gonna be just good. <laughs> he's wasted. So this keeps going on. Dude comes back out, not giving a fuck. He's like, what are you going to do, bro? Yeah, well, it's just this. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Yeah, there's no, there's no. So the, he comes up to this guy. He's like, yeah, I got my wallet. I got my wallet. And this guy's like, man, you ain't getting shit from me, boy. What is he smoking that just like stays? <laughs> yeah, he's watching something. That screen's going fucking haywire. So he grabs his money. Oh, he doesn't ever. He's just smoking this. This other guy's just like shit. I guess I gotta join him, but he already gave him all the money. This the bartender comes out, empties the drawer. I mean, I'd be fucking terrified, man. This guy's got his arms up. I mean, this guy, he's hes not trying to be. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to you, man. 
I'm not afraid of that big old rifle you got, bud. He's like, you you give me your money, dude. <laughs> and then homie just dips. So, you know, shout out to, like, the biggest balls on the planet. All right, so this guy, this shit. Friends throw dead fans' ashes on stage during Mr. Bungle show. So this dude, Dakota Young, bought tickets to the show, and he was going with his homies and then unexpectedly died. So it sounds like um, his homies took his ashes, wrapped in the dude's underwear, it says, video footage shows the ashes wrapped in a pair of Young's underwear flying through the air, leaving a trail of dust and exploding in a puff as they hit the stage. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. So from Metal Sus, I had this video. I'd be like... <coughs> oh, that's it. That's all I got. It is a shitty clip. <laughs> but you can see him. Oh my god, they're just covering... What's homie's name? Mike, uh... Yeah, there's... <laughs> yeah, oh, the cleanup crew, I'd be like, well, this is like human remains everywhere. Like, I, I, I get the... Uh, yeah, the, the, the symbolism, I, I, I understand, you know, trying to be a home... I understand trying to be a homie... Maybe fulfill your boy's last wishes, which just probably wouldn't be that. <laughs> but his mom and his, like his family's like, "What? Did you leave any left over?" <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Nah, we wrapped him in his underwear and threw him at Mike Patton." <laughs> like, Woo, doggy, that's fucking gnarly. I'd be kind of bummed. I'd be like, so what was that? Uh, yeah, that's what I, yeah, I was about to say. Be like, Ooh, who's throwing white powder at me, man? <laughs> yeah, I start snorting it. I'm like, God bless. That's hard. That's burning, boy. Woo, doggy. Ooh. Yeah, that's just not... Not cool, man. It's like a therapy session that you don't have to pay for. Today's Wednesday. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and you know, we are seeing growth. We're getting subscribers. We're getting interactions, comments, likes, all that. So make sure you do like and subscribe. Share with your friends. 
Smash that like button. Oh, the power of editing, baby. Look. I'm going to edit a bunch of dope shit into that, and it's going to be like... <laughs> send uh, send us your music, man. Heavy, uh, the email is heavyriffspod at gmail.com. Hit us with your projects. We'll, uh, let's do a question segment. You know, send us your questions. We'll we'll feature you on our joint. Um, you know, the sky's the limit, man. We can do whatever we want. Yes. Send us beers, baby. We don't have an address. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah, send us your money, man. <laughs> so, I that that wraps up this episode. This was the fourth episode of the Heavy Wrist Podcast. We'll be coming at you. We're not stopping, man. You can't stop us. Because this community now needs a positive voice, and we'd like to be that voice for you. Well done, boy. Cut.